This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What kind of programs does this school have? How are the test scores? How many kids do a classroom? Homes.com knows these are all things you ask when you're home shopping as a parent. That's why each listing on Homes.com includes extensive reports on local schools, including photos, parent reviews, test scores, student-teacher ratio, school rankings, and more. The information is from multiple trusted sources and curated by Homes.com's dedicated in-house research team. It's also you can make the right decision for your family. Homes.com. We've done your homework. It's Summer League time. And that means another group of young, promising prospects is headed to Las Vegas with Matisse Thibel and Zaire Smith helping headline this year's team. The great thing, I think, we go into this thing with two wings on the perimeter who can really guard, Matisse and Zaire. That gives us a great, solid base for our defense. That's Connor Johnson, head coach of the Delaware Bluecoats and the 2019 edition of the Summer 76ers. He previews Summer League on this episode of the broadcast. Like you would at the beach at Mandalay Bay on a sweltering, scorching mid-July day, let us jump right in to Summer League coverage here on the pod. How you doing? I'm Brian Seltzer. It is amazing to me this time every year that Summer League is upon us once again. The draft in the past, 76ers had their two picks, Matisse Thibel and Mariel Shayok, in the gym the last couple days, along with the likes of Zaire Smith, Shake Milton, and some other good-looking young players for a three-day Summer League minicamp. And now the team is off to Las Vegas, where it could be for as many as 12 days as it competes for the 2019 MGM Resorts Summer League Championship. We're going to speak with Connor Johnson. He's the head coach of the Delaware Bluecoats of the NBA G League. He's also in charge of this year's Summer League team, talking about the prospects that he's got on the squad in just a few moments. But first, let us remind you that to subscribe to the podcast, you can do so in a couple places. Just head to any one of your favorite podcast hosting platforms, type in Sixers Podcast Network, and that will take you to where you need it to be. We will do a thorough review of the 2019 Summer League roster for the 76ers with Connor Johnson in just a couple minutes. But first, let us get you caught up to speed on some of the storylines that were making waves at Summer League minicamp this past week. We'll begin in chronological order with Matisse Thibel, the 2019 number 20 pick whom the 76ers acquired in a draft night trade with the Boston Celtics. He said his goal for Summer League is just by the end of it all to become more comfortable with the NBA's speed, pace, physicality, which is definitely something 
that young players can take away from their summer league experience. Theibel did not do much five-on-five work in between the end of his time at Washington in March and the draft in June, so that was something that he was looking forward to the last couple days at the 76ers training complex in Camden. That's what a lot of guys were talking about. Like we haven't, a lot of us haven't been able to play five on five because we've just been working out with small groups. We're saying we have like two on two legs. Like guys are just used to playing two on two half court. So to get going again is fun, and especially playing with these guys. One of the guys who it seems like Thibel has created a quick connection with, the 76ers' first round acquisition from the previous year, Zaire Smith. Great to see Zaire Smith back in action, fully healthy. Looking strong in body, sounding strong in terms of his mind. He thinks that having a year of professional experience under his belt, even though he didn't play all that much, will serve him well as he gets ready for year number two in the NBA, beginning with Summer League. I'm just viewing it like I already know what to expect. I already know how an NBA game is. I know the difference between Summer League, regular season, playoffs. So I just know what intensity to bring. And Zaire Smith, definitely a no-nonsense guy. Can't wait to see him in action out in Las Vegas. Another member of the 76ers 2018 draft class, Shake Milton, who I thought showed a lot of promise when he was called up by the 76ers last year. He battled some injuries and finished the season strong. He was top five in the NBA G League in scoring at just around 25 points per game. I think he's a guy who could really turn some heads in Summer League even more in terms of fan perception than he may have already done in what was, in all things considered, I think very solid rookie season. Milton split time, as I said, between the 76ers and the Bluecoats. With the Bluecoats, his head coach was Connor Johnson, and Milton spoke about the type of atmosphere that Connor Johnson, our guest on this edition of the podcast, has created and fostered. He creates a competitive atmosphere, and so guys are always getting after it, and then sometimes, you know, you butt heads because you, you want to win, and you want to win whatever drill it is because he's going to have some type of punishment for the losers. So, you know, immediately the stakes are raised to another level, and, uh, I mean, but he, it's, he makes it fun for you, and, you know, at the end of the day, you know, he really cares for you. So, you know, you just go out there and you compete. Connor Johnson, a hardworking, caring dude. He has so quickly ascended through the college and professional coaching ranks. He kind of got a start with Jay Wright at Villanova, then came to the 76ers where he was doing video work and ultimately became Brett Brown's right-hand man. He was promoted to head coach of the Delaware Bluecoats in the G League before the start of the 2018-19 season, and he will lead this year's edition of the Summer 76ers. So here's Connor Johnson. It is always good to catch up with Connor Johnson, Bluecoats head coach, ran Summer League minicamp this past week in Camden as the team gets ready to set out west for Las Vegas. How are you, man? Doing well. You know, excited about the week we just had and, and looking forward to get to some games. The gym seemed spirited. It sounded spirited. What were some of the takeaways from the three-day minicamp? Yeah, no, I like to hear that. That kind of That's something we're going for is kind of having that culture and vibe of guys being excited to be in the gym, excited for this opportunity, excited to play in summer league. I think to your question, the, the takeaways are that we got a group that's that's ready to guard, ready to defend. We put a lot of emphasis in that kind of through – through this week and then just knowing what's important to the Sixers is how we come out and, and guard and get into the ball and that's something we look to kind of carry forward and was a real big emphasis at camp. Is coaching in summer league because you've been on staffs before you've had a few games here and there in the past I remember everything the last year you did one I think right. or two years ago. Yeah. Is it more of a holistic approach in some ways to coaching in summer league than it is really getting down to the tactical 
X's and O's, nitty gritties. Where where does the line blur there? Yeah, I think you got to pick your battles and pick what the points of emphasis are going to be. And, and for us, the defending and running were the two things we kind of take away, given what we're trying to develop with the young guys that we have. I mean, the the, the uh, summer league is a developmental exercise for for all these players, and and for us in particular, getting our guys who are going to be on the Sixer roster as ready and prepared as they can because they went through this experience. They got real playing time. They got they played within the system that they'll see in September when they show back up. And just knowing that helps us pick and choose where we put our time, where we put our, our emphasis as we go through the camp. So even if the personnel obviously isn't the same, there might be situations where it's like, let's get Matisse Thibel in a right. set like this so Brett can then see conceptually what it looks like, that sort of thing. Yeah, and I'd also say that Coach Brown has an offensive, offensive and defensive philosophy that is strong, and it's got a strong foundation that needs to be built. And so we're just kind of we're putting in the base layers of all that from a defensive standpoint, from an offensive standpoint, and, and that's the number one thing we're trying to do. To some degree, there's experimentation at the end that Coach Brown or Coach Young on the offensive end wants to see something in particular. We'll add that in, but knowing our number one goal is, is helping these young guys get ready. Look at the names of the guys who are in for minicamp and who you also be taking to summer league. I mean, there's not just one or two guys who might at some point this season certainly help the Delaware Blue Coats, but also have the chance to help the 76ers, which to me, I think you may not have the high lottery pick like there's been in years past, but that adds excitement knowing that there are guys who are going to be getting reps now who could really be counted on to play roles at some point next year, whether with the Blue Coats or the 76ers. Right, and to your point, those guys are excited to be here, and that just makes it all the better that this is a great experience, a great learning experience, and that we have talented players that the front office has assembled for have realistic opportunities to play in the NBA and definitely in the G League. I'm just going to run through some names, get you to give some quick-hitting thoughts on them. Why don't we start with the 20th pick this year in Matisse Thibel. What did you see from him this week? Matisse has been great. His approach, number one, I think is very impressive in how he carries himself and how he approaches basketball. I think on the defensive end, his instincts and his hands and his ability to kind of read what's going on and make decisions about what he needs to do or a very high level, and they're kind of on display through our three days here, that in each practice, in each kind of scrimmage situation we put him in, he excelled in those in those situations by getting his hand on, on loose balls, being in the passing lane, kind of being an active defender at all times, and, and that I think is going to serve him well regardless of kind of what role he fits into, the ability to be able to guard, know what's going on, and understand the defense I think is great. To a layperson like myself who has had virtually no basketball playing experience whatsoever, certainly relative to what these guys have had, a lot of that sounds like we just described, like some instinctive stuff with Matisse. And he, after the Sixers drafted him, um, we asked him about his defense. He was like, you know, a lot of it's just effort. Is that true? Did you find that to be the case? Or have you seen skills, subtle skills that he's fine-tuned over the course of his basketball playing career that make him the defender that he's proven so far to be? Yeah, I think that's some good humility saying it's just his effort. I think he has natural skills and natural gifts on the defensive end. I think that it's an adjustment for a lot of these players coming from college to understand how we want to play defensively, what that means specifically in pick-and-roll situations, both on the ball and off the ball, being a point-of-attack defender in our usual 20 defense. And so those are things he's got to pick up, and he's started to learn those, I think, at a high rate as we've gotten going. But I do think he comes in with a base that's a great foundation of knowing how to play and his instincts to take over in a lot of times, and that really helps. 
the bolts will be flying in a different way once you guys are playing teams opposite that don't have Sixers on their jersey like you have in practice in summer league. But the foundation for the shot seems to be there as well. No doubt. And it's one thing that I think one thing is we're excited to start playing against somebody else. You know, we've had three good days of camp going against each other. And, and these guys, I think, have worked hard at put in what they need to to then go out and have a successful game on Friday. Zaire seems to be in a really good place, body, mind. There just seems to be, and I don't know if it's because he's a returning player and he got a little bit of a taste of what it was like last year, but he just seems to have a calm demeanor about him. Yeah, I think Zaire looks fantastic. I think your comment about his body is spot on. He looks stronger than I've ever seen him. He, he's just, I think, had a great enthusiasm about being here and being ready to play. And he, well, the great thing, I think, we go into this thing with two wings on the perimeter who can really guard, Matisse and Zaire. We've kind of seen Zaire. We saw him in the G League when we had him for stretches even a little bit towards the end of the NBA season, his ability to guard on the ball. And you put him on the ball and Matisse is off the ball with his hands. That gives us a great, solid base for our defense. And then when we rounded out to another guy who you had with the G League last year and Shake Milton, what are some of the marching orders for him in the summer league? Right. We wanted Shake from an um, organizational perspective, just kind of show his versatility, show everyone what he can do both on the ball and playing without it. So when we get there on Friday, he'll play a lot as the point guard with the ball in his hands to show that he can be a distributor, he can be a facilitator, he can run the offense, he can be the leader of the team. But at the same time, I think he's got – a great ability to score. He's got great touch around the basket. He's a big-time shooter. He knows how to play. And so I think this is a great opportunity for him to show the Sixer coaches, the Sixer front office, and kind of get himself out there as a player that is multidimensional, that can do a lot of things really well on the offensive end. I know you guys were working on that with him a bit um, last season with Delaware, too. What was it that sparked that thought with you guys that this was something that you wanted to see if there could be growth with having play on and off the ball yeah he showed he showed ability and I think even our scouts kind of watching him coming out of college at SMU kind of had that same thought and the best thing we can do is supply players to the Sixers that have versatility that can fit in in a lot of different ways and can be useful in different ways and so the more we can get that from our developing players shake as an example helps the Sixers and coach Brown that no matter what situation he's in he needs somebody to come in and do x y or z we have guys that are ready and shake is great because he can do many things this is not to put too much weight on the young man's shoulders but I feel like he could be a guy where 10 days from now he could be someone who people are talking about at the end of summer league as someone who really opened some eyes up even that much more yeah I think I think you and me might be up there as Shake, some of Shake's biggest <laughs> fans because I feel just as similarly, and he'll have—I mean—he'll have a large weight on his shoulder in terms of carrying an offensive load and running a team in a way where he's got to pick and choose his spots. That when is when does he need to be a scorer? When does he need to get the ball to Zaire, to Matisse, to the other guys we have on our team? In talking to you towards the end of last year's Blue Coat season, the one thing that stood out was in trying to get your sense of what defines a successful season. Obviously, you want to win as a team, but looking at some individual players, did guys progress from when you took them in in the fall to where you left them in the spring? And I think, you know, Norvell Pell is certainly a great example of that. Where did he make the most progress last year? And now he's earned himself a nice two-way contract. Yeah, Norvell is interesting because he came to us in the in the summer league in the right. same sort of environment where Norvell Pell was going to be kind of our backup five. He played pretty well there, got an opportunity to be on the G League team. And then Norvell really showed how he can affect the game on a defensive end. And I think what helped him kind of throughout the year 
is just an understanding of what we're trying to do as a team and what the defensive concepts mean and how he can kind of quarterback the whole thing by sitting back at the front of the rim, being a rim protector, but also calling out our coverages, understanding what's going on. And he grew a lot in that respect from being consistent every time, every possession, you knew what you're going to get out of Norvell. He's athletic. He can really protect the rim, and he's also got an ability to sit down and guard smaller guards when necessary. So we're, we're, I'm ecstatic for the growth that he's shown, I think, um, it's great to kind of see him come full circle from a guy in the summer league to a guy in the G League to the success that that the path that he's on. And as long as he keeps kind of putting in the time, showing that consistency, I think good things are to come. Terry Harris. Looks like a guy who we know. But what have you discovered about Terry Harris's game? He was in here for a workout a couple weeks back, and then you had him in minicamp. Yeah, Terry's a great shooter, and I think that's um, that's the easiest way for him to kind of come in and make an impact this summer. And he's looked good in kind of the sets we've put him in with have had a, a, a focus on shoot, shooting off the ball, shooting off screens, and kind of that the role we've had where we look for different ways to create offense, and shooting is a huge one. And he, he's shown that. I also think that he's had a mature – a great approach about bringing enthusiasm, bringing energy on the defensive end that's carried over too. So it's great. It's, it's been great to have Terry as a part of this summer league. It's been great kind of getting to know him in light of knowing his brother for, for the past year. So that's been great. All right, two more guys I'm going to ask you about. Some guys with NBA experience on their resumes, P.J. Dozier and Sheldon Mack. What do you expect from them? How do you, might you fit them into the mix? For yeah, we, we played. P.J. Was, was a two-way for, for Boston, so he played for the main Red Claws. He actually – Amir Johnson came down one game, and we had a great game against Maine, and P.J. hits a game winner with Amir kind of falls, shot goes up, makes it, <laughs> life goes on. Tough to – take that one but it's good to have pj on our team he's, he's a big athlete that can handle the ball and they played him in maine as a point guard and so he can kind of take some of that point guard uh, responsibilities away from shake when we want to get shake off the ball but but he's versatile he can shoot it he can drive it he can finish it and it's nice to have him on our team for once as opposed to watching him on the other end and then sheldon's coming back from a tough injury he's um hasn't played in a while with his Achilles, that's a tough injury. I think we're, we're learning for a lot of players. But we just want to get him back in the mix, give him an opportunity to show that he's healthy, show what he can do playing again after being out for a while. I think by this point, given how many summer leagues you've been to, you could probably make the walk from the team hotel to Thomas and Mack Center with your eyes closed, no problem at all. It is a fun time of the NBA calendar. It can also be a really grueling, grinding part of the NBA calendar. And now that you're in a head coaching role, how do you keep things fresh? What's what's the approach from that standpoint? Keeping guys in it together for about a week and a half. Yeah, we we've done. I think our staff's done a nice job of, of having having small goals for each thing. Like we had three things we really wanted to lock into on this camp. I think that went well, and now it's just kind of taking one thing at a time. Our next thing is getting the guys to Vegas and preparing for our first game. So that's what's a shoot around going to look like for us getting the guys ready to know who they're playing against, what that means, and kind of taking it one game at a time as we go on. Because if you don't, then you're looking at being in Las Vegas for two weeks, which I'm not sure too many other people outside of this basketball world have done. And you guys will mix it up, right? You'll do team binding activities if right. time allows, that sort of thing. No doubt. Well, we'll have kind of we'll have some team dinners for, for the players, some with the staff. I think we're going to go hit the top golf has always been kind of a yearly activity the players seem to love so we'll do things to get them outside the basketball world but then also be focused on this is what we're here for this is helping each of our players achieve kind of the next step in their own individual journey and we got to take that responsibility seriously good stuff 
head coach, Connor Johnson of the Delaware Bluecoats and the Summer 76ers. Have a great trip. Thank you. Yes, an outing at Top Golf in Las Vegas, an annual rite of passage for the Summer 76ers. Sixers Summer League opener is on Friday. They take on the Milwaukee Bucks and then play again on Saturday against the Boston Celtics before having a day of idle activity back on the court on Monday. We're going to continue our podcast coverage of Summer League in the days ahead. We'll have some interviews to bring you uh, during that time and talk about some of the young members of the 76ers who hopefully are making some quality, good impressions. Have a great 4th of July holiday. Talk to you next time here on the broadcast. See you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's Marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com.